Where's Leia? My father is Bear Morgana. He's a senator. Obi-Wan is dead. The braver you seem, the more afraid you are. I learned that at a very young age as well. This place is a fortress. You want more? What the feet would bring? Hello there, and welcome back to Show Me One Kenobi, our Obi-Wan Kenobi retrospective here on Best Film Ever, and talking to Mickey. I'm Ethan. My name's Ian, and I've, I have a bad feeling about this. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Nothing to do with the episode. More is in, well, this recording episode. Oh. We recorded, I want to say, like 90% of the episode. We finished the entire recap. We were just sort of talking yeah. about where it fits in the overall scheme of things so far. And talking, like we were having some deep conversation here. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, my, my house went to the dark side because the power <laughs> cut. And my road uh Procaster, my Rodecaster Pro, I think it's called, um, yeah. is a great piece of kit. It the one thing it doesn't auto save as you go along oh so we had the issue when george's foot pulled the power on it when we were on with danny and drew from it's a musical and then uh we've had we've had this but undeterred we have reconnected it was one of those things where the power went out and then i heard boom and i'm like well if i'd known it was thundering <laughs> I got headphones in my ears. Like I'm not here on the, the, the oncoming storm. So, um, yeah, but undeterred, we are still here. We, 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 yeah. are, we are on a persevere. Um, we are like Obi-Wan in pursuit of Leia. We cannot be deterred. No, we cannot. So, uh, out of fear of all this going, I'm going to jump straight into it. Jump, jump. And, uh, yeah, we we open with uh, Ben recovering from his burning on uh, Makuzo, and it f- he's fading in and out of consciousness. And we get flashbacks to the fight and the words that Vader was saying that you should have killed me when you had the chance, and you've grown weak in your old age. And Tala then lands on Jabin, the planet that uh, she spoke to Ned, the robot, about uh, last episode, and he gets submerged in a back to tank for a couple minutes, and. Uh, Ben heals and we cut between him and Anakin both in their baths and Ben can't keep reliving his uh, dreams so he chooses to leave the tank early despite Tala saying well you still got your burns you haven't healed fully but all Ben cares about however is where's Leia yep Yep, uh, yeah. I I liked this cross cutting. We didn't talk about this first time. Right? I like this. Yeah. I really like this cross cutting sequence. I was getting a little bit. I was like, oh, they should mirror them. They should have Obi Wan on the left side of his tank and Vader on the right side of his tank. And instead, it kept swirling around. But I liked that because it disoriented it. It made it impossible at times, unless you really pay attention to the lighting. There were moments mm. where it was confusion about which tank you were looking into, and I I, I quite liked that. I mean, anytime you have the character. Uh, your 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 protagonist sort of take on traits of Vader. Um, it's yeah. all it's always it's always good times. Whether it's you know uh, Luke losing his hand or, or 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 this. I mean it's 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 a nice it's a nice touch. Unlike his skin at that moment, which I think would be a bad <laughs> touch. And even with that, you you get like a cross cut between like Anakin's arm and it's completely severed, and then we cut straight to seeing like Ben still got his because you know he didn't get as roughed up as much. And um, Leia, however, is in the Fortress Inquisitorious, and she just wants to be let out. She's saying, do you know who I am? My father's a senator. I'm a princess. And 
Reva doesn't care and says that, you know, Leia has no rights here. And Leia's saying, well, Ben will come for me. But Reva says that he's dead and no one's coming. And she says Obi-Wan because she, does, she doesn't care that, you know, who Ben is. She only focuses on Obi-Wan. And uh, we go back to Jabin and Tala calls the help of Rogan, who was played by O'Shea Jackson Jr. I think you said in the <laughs> in the first recording. You folks are getting a streamlined version on this one. Yeah, O'Shea yeah. Jackson Jr., son of Ice Cube, um, yeah. was in this really decent um, heist movie. I forget what it was now. Dang, that's going to bug me. Uh, he's, in a, he's in a really, really good uh, heist movie. Everyone here is going to have missed the fact that we had our debate about centenary versus centenary and how oh, do you say yeah. it in this country. And we discovered that me, after almost 10 years of living here, did not know what you folks call it a centenary. Now, not that it's a word that gets thrown around that often, but still um, an interesting an interesting topic. But yeah, O'Shea Jackson Jr. Um, I wish I knew what the name of that movie was. It was really good. But I thought... You know, um, I don't know. I mean, you, you, why don't you go through the plot and I'll then talk about my issue with him. Yeah. And um, this is Rogan, uh, not Joe. As you, I'm stealing your jokes from last episode now. Uh, last recording. <laughs> yeah, Joe. And- <laughs> Joe, Joe Ro- he's Rogan, but his friends call him Joe. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Ben wants, uh, no, he wants Ben to leave the planet. And he even refers to him by his rank in the Cloud War saying, General, I'm sorry, but this isn't my problem. And Obi-Wan says, well, if only that were true, because it is. And Tala says to Rogan that uh, they need his help to get Leia back because of what she knows and who she's been captured by. And Rogan then uh, changes heel very quickly and says, well, I had a wife and she was force sensitive and they, uh, they found her despite the fact that we suppressed it and, uh, they took her, so uh, he accepts. And uh, yeah, I, was su- I was surprised. I thought he was going to be like, so don't tell me about not. And I thought he was going to sh- yeah. use this to shut him down. And he doesn't. He uses this to completely change his opinion yeah. about what should occur. So uh, <laughs> that was uh, that was a bit. That was quick. That was quick. <laughs> yeah. A lot of this episode uh, I can describe as that was quick. Yeah. And um, the recording process, not so much as it turns out, but everything yeah, else. No. Yeah. And uh, oh, it's, 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 says, not, it's not Rogan, it's Roken. R O K E. Like, if it ain't Burt Oaken, don't fix it. Oh, I thought it was between one of the two, and I, I went with the G because I thought that made more sense to my ears, but I can't ever hear. Um, and Roken says uh, that the intel that he has about uh, the where the Fortress Inquisitorius is, and this is a water planet, and no one knows how deep it goes, and no one would be stupid enough to go there. Uh, except uh, one character from the video game Jedi Fallen Order, who like four years ago in this timeline uh, goes to the Fortress Inquisitorius <laughs> and has very similar uh, experiences that I'm going to keep harkening back to. I got to hear all. I got I, I to hear all the video game stuff again. Great. <laughs> <laughs> it's, so it's, it's, it's a shame that we lost the fake out when I said that. Oh, I, yeah. yeah, I play that game, and you like what? And I was like, no, I don't. <laughs> it's such joy in my eyes for a second well i did reveal that i thought i was a gamer i'm gonna still bring this point up yeah. i thought i was a gamer for many 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 years and it turns out i'm not a gamer i'm a guy who likes sports and therefore likes playing sports games on his playstation um yeah and i, I like the old the odd japanese rpg that's really about it for me um i got uh, when i bought a ps5 i got in a bundle that came with a ratchet and clang disc i put it in once played it for 10 minutes when all oh, looks pretty and then never played it again i've even got a whole other game i have i couldn't even tell you what it is i could and i know oh. and i have no desire to play it that was horizon forbidden west that's it? it that's it i have no desire to play i probably should just try and just just 
fleece fantastic it. series yeah i should just see if i can get like, yeah. like 15 20 quid for it and just kind of get rid yeah. of it because i have no interest in it I played the first one that came out in 2017, and then that one because it, it, that whole thing was like, oh, this is new on the on the both of those games. The guy who plays uh, Ratchet in Ratchet and Clank is the voice of Obi Wan Kenobi in the Clone Wars, so I'm, I'm using that to segue oh, really? us back to yeah, yeah, nice. uh, James Arnold Taylor, who's like just a load a load of voices I've discovered throughout uh, the years, other than Obi Wan. And um, Obi-Wan does say that he's going to go despite all of that. And Talia agrees to go uh, because she's got her clearance. And the two of them arrive on the water moon later. And Ben uh, is in the ship using the force to make uh, like a little badge move with uh, what limited force abilities he has. And Talia says that, you know, you need time to heal, not just your body, but also your mind and your experiences. And you're going to have to try this time because you care about Leia. And uh, Reva, with Leia, tells her uh, everything she knows about the path, and she demands to know where the safe houses were, because they found two already a couple years ago. And uh, Leia refuses uh, to tell us, only asking about how Ben died. And Reva says, well, he was burnt to death, and the people she's looking for uh, killed him and left him there. So she's using that to sort of find leverage with Leia so she can say uh, any information. And Leia says nothing, and Reva says, well, I guess you're going to have to think harder. And we go to Tala, who arrives at the fortress, preparing to deal with the security, since her position isn't on this planet. And uh, the officer in charge of security demands her identification. And uh, she gives him her card, but there's something wrong, because she doesn't belong in this sector, and Tala... Uh, throws a, do you know who I am? Because she's the commanding officer and threatens to report him to the Grand Inquisitor because she has classified intel and she's a higher rank than him. And at this point, we had the discussion of, is the Grand Inquisitor dead or are they using these as seeds to say, well... well yeah, because I was expecting this guy here, yeah. uh, Scooby the Newbie, to go, um, when she goes, oh, I've messed with the Grand Inquisitor, I go, the Grand Inquisitor's dead. Because they've positioned, you know, fourth brother and 16th cousin here to to kind of fight out over the scraps. And even at the end, when it's like all hands on deck, you know, I don't know. Does does the is the theory that the grand I mean, do I don't tell people is it one of these regimes uh, or is or is he just rocking it out at the uh, at the Platinum Jubilee? What's what's going on? See, my theory has been for for a while, ever since they had the conversation with Vader. Really, uh, that because they haven't explicit, they haven't said that he's died yet. They've just they always cut someone off whenever, like whatever happened to the Grand. I don't care about with the Grand Inquisitor. And even here, I think this is their way of being like, see, we never said he was dead. So if he does come back, then he we weren't lying. That doesn't matter. Once they brought back Palpatine, they'll do anything. Jeez. Palpatine makes sense. See, like, again, when we get to Rise of Skywalker in like nine years, <laughs> yeah, okay. um, God, so many, so many years. Yeah. Um, I'll be like, well, it, it, this isn't the, it wasn't the first time. Like, granted, I'm so, I, I hate the, the legends canon anyway, but they brought him back like seven different times um, with a clone version of Luke, whose name was Luke, but uh, he had two U's in his name to show that he was the evil clone version. <laughs> I, I I do like the the oh my word it's an evil version of myself. He, look, he's blue as opposed to, <laughs> or his lightsaber is just a slightly different color. Oh look, his yeah. costume's the same. It's just a different color scheme and palette yeah. on it. Wow, With um, Palpatine. It makes more sense in this canon, the old one, because they just oh. went. 
he how did he come back? Because and this one was like, how did he come back? He's a clone. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Yeah, um, that one I made. I, I it makes more sense to me because he had all those different fail saves. But at the same point, like, eh, I don't know. I don't care anymore. Star Wars is goofy. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's always my when everyone's like, don't you think it's stupid? Like, yeah, of course. But it's Star Wars. It's like when uh, when we did Jurassic World, my critique was like, I had so much fun with this. Maybe not the right reason, but I had fun. That's Jurassic World featuring yeah. very special guest and friend of the podcast, Northwood Pie director Jay Salahi. Go ahead and check out Jurassic World. It's 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 actually doing really well on the download front, which is wow. kind of surprising me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's doing really well. So nice. I'm sitting there going. Uh, who knows? The knew there was such uh, an amount of uh, demand for a, 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 a mediocre film. I didn't realize. I found out uh, today because obviously the new one's been trending. Uh, there is a hell of a dedicated fan base to the Jurassic Park and Jurassic World movies that I never thought I'd see before. Uh, not in like, oh, we're fan like people who are like like stan culture obsessed making mm. like little videos and I, I i just never if there is a possibility for a fan base i guess there always will be that but i just they're making fan cams of dinosaurs and i was like okay cool i i just i never realized there was that much of a dedication everybody here get on the floor everybody yeah. do the dinosaur and yeah, because because Tala was able to be like, I'm a higher rank than you, and I'm going to talk to the not dead Grand Inquisitor. She gets through, and Obi Wan meanwhile has a swim to the Fortress Inquisitorius, which uh, is very similar to how you get to the Fortress Inquisitorius in um, Fallen Order, the Star Wars video game from a couple of years back. And uh, she reports in to Tala reports into Obi Wan, and uh, once he gets out the water, Ben just kills a stormtrooper and lets him float in in the water dead. And uh, Reva, yeah, I didn't really talk about that last time either. <laughs> yeah, uh, Ben's gonna get bloodthirsty this episode. I'm still, I'm still gonna give my pitch when it comes time to it. But yeah, <laughs> uh, Reva uses the Force on Leia's mind, like with Harja, uh, to find out what she knows. But Leia's strong in the Force because her dad is Darth Vader, who is made of midichlorians. And uh, Reva says, you know, the braver you are, the more afraid you are. And then Lola tries to attack Reva, who stops her and like laments about the fact that she once had a droid when she was younger and it was taken from her like everything else was i'm sorry i gotta jump in here just because we brought up jurassic park the the reviews for jurassic world have just hit oh and boy. And, and we will be watching it and doing a cedar skip it at some point but uh it seems to be a lot of things like this jurassic world dominion proves the once beloved franchise is ready for extinction so I think that gives you an idea of kind of where we're sitting here with Jurassic. I heard some plot leaks and I went, uh, I heard some plot leaks and my main thought was, where are the dinosaurs? Because I've heard nothing about dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. Which gives me concern about the dinosaur movie. Um, 40% on Rotten Tomatoes. 40? On 88 reviews. So yeah, 40%. Uh, I think that's probably even worse than Fallen Kingdom, which I haven't seen yet. But uh, oh, I, I plan Fallen on Kingdom was atrocious. I plan on seeing. Well, let's put it this way: that was, the new one's forty. Fallen Kingdom is forty-seven. So that gives you an idea as to kind of where they're setting the bar. We'll now return you. I'm so excited to watch this film. It's been a while since you did see it or skip it. And we said skip yeah. it. So who knows? Maybe maybe it'll be a good time of that. 
And um, Tala, meanwhile, uh, is seeing how deep the building goes. And she says, what could they be keeping underneath there? And uh, she also wants Ben, uh, she warns Ben that there are uh, probe droids everywhere and then quickly gets caught out by an officer. So Tala goes to have a fight with them off screen slightly. And uh, Ben can't get through to her because of it. So he hides from the droids that are searching the floor and then almost runs into two stormtroopers. So he hides and then Tala finishes her fight and calls Ben at the worst time, which alerts the stormtroopers to some noise. So Ben uses the force once more to push something far away to distract them and run away. And meanwhile, Reeves trying to relate. She's down and cool with the kids uh, to Leia and says, you know, oh, we're on the same side. We're not so different. The only person that can save you is yourself, Leia. And Leia is like, OK, fine, I'll accept. And she says she'll tell Reva everything as long as no one can get hurt. And she's like, I cross my heart. No one will get hurt. She's lying through her teeth. And uh, Leia's like, well, I'll just need to tell my father first. And then and then Reva's at her her limit of like being a child minder of looking after Leia. She's like, okay, nice try. I hope you like pain because I'm going to make those tears real and drags uh, Leia away to her torture chamber. Oh, I mean, this was a woman whose introduction to the series was I'm going to cut some random woman's hand off because she didn't in because she had the slightest criticism of yeah. the empire's placement and now it's just turned into all right let's go for a walk to the room where I, it's it's just delay 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 and it seems really weird that such a character who was so decisive and too much so in fact now with, there's a couple of questions and a couple of theories which i'll get to in the next scene but i'm still you know cut her hand off cut her hand off i was thinking about this it, uh, it might be difficult to retcon that afterwards but cut her yeah. hand off I was thinking about this uh, when the power outage happened, um, specifically this, and I I, I kind of realized because I'm an absolute idiot and my media literacy is like either really good or really bad, it turns out, um, which is we had that whole line of where the Grand Inquisitor is like, you cannot harm, like, you can't harm Leia because of the sole reason she's a senator's daughter. If word comes out about anything happening to her, uh, don't kill her or cut her hand off. I think Imperial Torch is different because that scene is questioning, so that will fly differently. But more as in, if you cut her hand off, yeah, you can't really oh, you, lie your way through that at the Senate. Yeah, you're not... Uh, this kid's not supposed to go back. Yeah. You cut her hand off so she talks. And... and, and <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this about the <laughs> Princess Leia. But, you know, it turns out they've got the storage space. Yeah, uh, it's it's what it is. I think we'll we'll go into that a bit further on because I'm sure there's some youngling torture stuff there. There we go. Uh, knowing what I know about how the inquisitors like how they turn inquis people into inquisitors, I'm I'm thinking there's there's something there. But again, we we got two episodes. This is a quick episode. We we don't have time this episode to really go into the the deepness uh, of it, and. Um, the deepness ben, as opposed to saying depth the depth sorry <laughs> my brain's thinking about the deep because of that third episode and i'm 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 really shook up um <laughs> and um ben finds the security center uh in the fortress and as ben discovers this we cross cut between his discoveries and also lay being uh put in her the torch chamber screaming for help and i'll hand this over to you because you you gave leia some some positivity this this episode yeah. for a little bit. <laughs> i was getting nervous to throw it back to me i don't know what i said <laughs> um no no this was i've been a 
I've been a, a, a vocal critic of uh, Leia, um, the writing for the character, the direction of the actress, and the actress's ability. I pretty much feel what's failed in all three areas at times under the um, pursuit of the precocious child trope. That being said, I thought this was a really good moment. I thought the kid, not a great episode necessarily. Well, it'd be better than, it's probably her best episode. That that ain't saying much, but um, but this specifically was very good. Very good and believable and actually felt for the first time, this is how I would imagine a child, no matter how brave or strong, would react in this point. So I thought, well done, everybody here. It was like the screams are very harrowing when you bring everything into thought. Yep. But what else is harrowing is Jedi Master Obi-Wan Kenobi from uh, who fought in the Clone Wars sees a member of the Clone Wars uh, because in this room is just tons of Jedis and Force sensitives uh, encased in, in amber. Is like that, Jurassic is, World. Is that what brings their weights to tons? Is the amber uh, heavy? I guess. Yeah. And um, one of the Jedi. How much, how much dead Jedi do you think we have here? Probably about three tons. Three I don't know tons. what it was. <laughs> At first, I thought it was like some weird gooey jelly type stuff to encase. No, them, but I, we, I think you yeah. said in the, in the first one. I don't know if you just said it again. It, it's very yeah. Jurassic Park. <laughs> it, yeah. very, it very much is like we're going to sort of in, in, in millions of years bring these Jedi back and open a theme park and invite. Oh, if only there was a cross. Oh, there's a crossover. Samuel Jackson. He's in both. There we are. Done. This is. I, I know I said it as a joke, and I think about it more and more because obviously, like um, people have harkened the fact that in um, in Mando we have uh, Omid Abatai's character, Doctor Pershing, I think is his name, and he's a he's he's a cloner. His whole thing is he wants to get um, uh, Grogu's blood to clone it for some reason, and obviously later on, uh, Palpatine and the First Order and the Final Order, I think they're called, will use cloning for their kind of thing. I'm wondering now if this is them continuing to have the seeds of, hey, look, we're doing that evil Jedi cloning stuff. We're going to make a load of pickled Snokes. Mm, yeah, I, I love pickled Snoke. It's like the funniest thing I've ever seen. Um, but no, we see we see a lot of different Jedi. We see Jedi Master uh, Terra Sinube, who is a, a prominent character in the Clone Wars uh, TV show in the High Republic book. So uh, seeing him encased hurt like at least seven people, including myself. Um, there is lots of us, but we're not in, we're, we're not here. And, um, Reva then says, uh, she's going to do to Leia what she does to everyone who doesn't embrace the empire. Uh, and it's Leia's last chance to tell her what she usually does to people who don't embrace the empire is cut their hands off. But I appreciate this restraint and Leia's still defiant, refusing to tell. And Ben keeps seeing all these different victims of the empire. And he comes across just a youngling in his little youngling hat. And uh, then he hears Leia's screams and he asks Tala to do a distraction uh, so uh, she can get Reva to go to where she is, saying that she's got information about the paths. And uh, Reva then turns off the machine and goes to Tala. So we get our, you know, our episode, uh, you know, uh, what, what's uh, uh, every episode uh, Reva gets stopped right before she does something. And uh, yeah, I mean, there was like actual like panic. I think in Reva's voice, 
yeah. um, was it's the first time. Not ang- it didn't feel like anger. It felt like it felt like something else, like fear, or I don't know what it is. And yet we've established nothing about being pulled to the light side. And so I'm like, what is this about? Is it a fear that the plan's not going to work because you can't kill her, and so her bluffs about to get called out? But it seems like she's pretty resolute that she's mm. she's about to like kill a kid. But, I mean, everything here, like you said, it's just like, oh, here comes a delay. Here comes a delay. Uh, It felt incongruent with the character development to this point. I think, I think, uh, again, we had had a conversation a while ago uh, in the first recording about, um, like, what I perceive as someone who sees more of Star Wars than just the films and the TV uh, stuff. So, like, my knowledge of the Inquisitors is more along along the lines. And also, I th- because I know what Inquisitors do, I think there's that kind of thing. Cause it's the same uh, torture chamber they use to turn people into Inquisitors. So I'm sure there's some kind of trauma there for Reva. But I think also because she's a child, uh, Leia's a child, and we perceive, we have the notion that what we see at the beginning of the first episode is Reva as a youngling. I think there's something there. And we'll get some payoff in like episode five or six. But again, that's the big leap and think of going, well, I know these, there are these parts. Do they link up? Possibly get the duct type. Don't we need to like, uh... a lot of it is like um, implied. And Mm -hmm. I think I've noticed something. You say implied. I say circumstantial. Yeah. Okay. If it's supposed, it's if it's supposed to be implied, and I'll, I'll say something. This is more of a criticism of um, the the negative criticism I'm seeing. And when I say ne- I say criticism, I mean uh, people hate watching uh, just because. I saw one which was brilliant, which was someone saying this line where uh, Obi Wan says, "I I wish that were true about uh, Leia asking if." he was her father is stupid and retconning the the idea that obi-wan actually was in love with padme and blah 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 no clearly not what that is no 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 it's not it's just because he cares about leia because he's his best friend's kid he also doesn't want to say let me tell you who your dad really is yeah exactly jeez you know something he'll have very you know he's gonna have the same opportunity with, with 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 luke in about a decade and it's gonna go not so great from a matter of perspective um something you mentioned the first time through we didn't touch on it yet is the idea about how much this is getting slammed by the not rotten tomatoes rotten tomatoes the 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 critic which is kind of why you go there is 85 percent but the uh fan user score is significantly lower than that and a lot of the hatred still seems to be stemmed around um I, i i sorry i forget the actress's name um, uh, Moses Ingram. Moses Ingram, who plays Reva. Yeah, yeah. That's just uh, you know, or all the complaints that Star Wars is getting too woke, and or you know, Disney have ruined Star. It's 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 yeah. either like I hate you, Disney, or there is a woman in my Star Wars, um, because there's a show that comes out uh, next year, I think, uh, a Star Wars show called Star Wars uh, The Acolyte or Star Wars Acolyte, and it's set about. 50 years before uh, Phantom Menace. And it's basically like how the Sith or someone rose to power, I guess. And, um, oh, I can't remember their name. Um, Oh, what was it? Um, The the lead character in The Hate You Give, Rue from The Hunger Games. Yeah. Uh, Is it the actress you're looking for? Uh, Yeah, yeah. Isn't it like like Amandala? Yeah, Amandala Stenberg. 
Uh, so Mindless Download. Look at me is, pulling that out of nowhere. Jeez. I know. I'm proud. Um, yeah, they're going to be the. I've also discovered they use they them pronouns. Uh, so I'm going to make sure I, I change that whenever we talk about that. But um, what, what? Amanda Lestenberg does. Yeah. Oh, OK. And uh, they're going to be one of the main characters in um, the Star Wars Acolyte. Yep. So I, I've already seen people be like, this is going to be the worst thing ever because there's a lesbian directing it and, and there's a there's a person who uses different pronouns in, in it. And I'm just going to just wait and see. Wait and see. Just wait and see. Um, the, the, the greatest equality we can give is the idea that, yeah, I mean, it's possible. It might be a train wreck. It's totally possible. Yeah. I believe a lesbian director and a they them pronoun have just as much right to make a bad Star Wars product as straight white people do. That's what I straight I white men have been making a mess out of Star Wars for a while. It, it's totally possible that, that that someone else could do likewise. Yeah, uh, not because they have they them pronouns or they're a lesbian director, but just because people seem to struggle with Star Wars. See, that's the thing. I remember saying that when um when like was it the 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 new go like the the most recent Ghostbusters came out. I'm like, see guys, anyone can make a pretty mediocre disappointing ghostbusters movie be it the women or the new ones yeah go ahead and uh, check out our see it or skip it on ghostbusters afterlife yeah i don't know i think i think when people use like try and use because it's, it's a lot of identity politics and granted star wars is like the ultimate identity politics because yeah. it's supposed to represent and the people it, it talks about being marginalized but at the same point i mean convert the- so go ahead Oh no! Like the media literacy, you need to understand that isn't too high. But there's also the uh, the concept of if a woman does something in Star Wars, people get angry. And I go, uh, yeah, but if man do that, same thing. Just while we're talking about this, the the Ghostbusters, because yeah. we brought it up, you know, I, I I didn't like the all girls Ghostbusters, and I went and saw it wanting to like the all girls Ghostbusters, mm. and I didn't like it one bit. And it wasn't because there were four women, because I knew that going in. It was because it was a bad movie. And that's okay. You can have a bunch of women make a bad movie. You have a bunch of mo- women make a great movie. If if we're too afraid to say either of those two things, that's when we got a problem. That was the I rem- that Ghostbusters twenty sixteen was um, heavily politicized for the the notion of I'm gonna like both both things. We were in like there was like a deep sort of cultural type narrative going on because. 2016, I'm going to say, is the year that everything kind of went to shit when it comes to viewing any concept of media with yeah. people in it. Um, because I, there's nothing to do. I just, I, I've never found, because Paul Feig was the guy who wrote it. And yeah. I've never found, I've never found his, 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 his humor funny. And I, I, it's less about like, because I didn't really, Bridesmaids wasn't my thing. I just don't, I just don't vibe with, with his type of humor. I didn't like the whole, like, they all got diarrhea scene. And it's not because they were women. If it was a bunch <laughs> of guys a doing really it, bad scene. if it was a bunch of guys doing it, I thought it was stupid as well. I don't yeah. like toilet humor, even when the toilet is a sink. It's not, it's not my thing. It's nothing to do with, well, if it was guys, you'd have found, no, I wouldn't have. If you know me, I really wouldn't have. And so what I didn't like is that people wrapped themselves the idea of, oh, if you don't like this film, it's because you're a chauvinist. I'm like, no, it's because it wasn't a good film. And that's the thing with both. Again, I'm excited because I I was so in the middle of this. I I watched, I went, oh yeah, that was a, that was a standard kind of remake by a, by a writer that I'm not really a fan of. Okay. I've got the original one. I got, yeah, that was, the th- there was so much writing on something that I'm going to, it doesn't really affect you in the long run. Cause you have your original stuff. It doesn't, it didn't even yeah. Maya. It didn't even Maya like Canon different universe. Yeah. Um, 
n- n- nostalgia is such a weird thing. Oh, you weaponize it and you just you you destroy. I, I again, I'm gonna I might delete this depending on what I, there was a video of, of Trump before like halfway through the election. So I was like, they're making women Ghostbusters. What's going on? And I'm like, okay, Wait, you might. You, is, you is, is that, that your Trump impression? No, I'm just not good at it. There's, there's not <laughs> like the thing is you like you have to take it like I saw this video. You have to take a deep deep in breath, and because like people like Stephen Colbert have just destroyed the concept of doing a good impression, I don't even want to yeah. try. That's yeah, all right. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, we, we we didn't go down this rabbit hole the first time. Not 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 yeah. to this not to this extreme. <laughs> but it's just this notion. Uh, I got this thing where we can't if we're if we're going to do these um i guess we're still talking about ghostbusters here but if we're going to do these radical complete reimaginings then we have to be okay with the concept of what to do if the end product's not good because yeah. if we if we're too afraid to go that wasn't a really good movie well this because no no maybe it's just really not a good movie and we can't jump to that i everything's about representation and therefore oh if you said this you mean no no i just mean it's a really bad movie in the same way that you can have a female remake of or an all-female cast i'm I'm not one of these guys who has to have oh geez i'm trying to think of an example here there's just so few examples of like an all-female reimagining or things of that nature um one I always go to because I, I absolutely loved it is Ocean's Eight. I thought Ocean's Eight I was see phenomenal. It, yeah. Yeah. I wanted to because I, I I liked Ocean's Eleven. I wasn't too big on Twelve and Thirteen, but I was curious to yeah. see what they would do with the franchise. But I guess something like this, where Riva is your 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 main antagonist, a rule that would almost always be be reserved for a man, and yet I think she's killing it. So you know, oh. I remember the same. Do you remember um, Gwendolyn Christie's character in um, Seven and Eight? Under um, underdeveloped. Wanted yeah. wanted more from that. She's a really interesting character. And again, I'm like gonna, Game of Thrones. Like, oh my god, yeah. Bri- Brienne of Tarth is such is such a, 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 an interesting character mm. and a really new uh, type of character that we weren't allowed to see previously and and loved yeah. it. So yeah. Yeah, that was the thing, because uh, was it Captain Phasma was her name? And I remember yep. people complained about the fact that Phasma existed before she was a, a thing. And I think the, the general consensus uh, from people that had, I think, genuine criticism, criticism was underdeveloped. I wanted to see more. Yeah. And then there was the thing of why is woman in my Star Wars a stormtrooper? I, well, that's, that's stupid. Yeah, yeah, that's always this. That's the stupid thing. And I obviously uh, hate clicks farm everything. You The YouTube algorithm will purposely show like sure. any name. I was looking for Kenobi clips um, for the intro of episode three. And the first one that popped up was Kenobi bad gone woke. Disney hates oh. its fans. I'm like, I just wanted I just wanted to see a thing. No, Phasma was great. Um, but again, all of the good Phasma content was in books and comics because we get more time with a book than a than a movie. Yeah, and it requires um, a different develop, level yeah. a, a different kind of engagement and it's not yeah. as social media friendly. Yeah. Yeah. So um but but it's just things people who aren't friendly. Um Reeve is about to, you know, cut down Leia or Do it. Do uh, it now. Do it. Um Strike her down. She become. We find out that Leia. Oh, here's a twist. We find out the Leia we meet is a clone. Oh, I, oh, bring oh, it. Oh God, that makes the Ben stuff even sadder. Well, it would explain why somehow, like, like you know, Leia's gonna forget that she was force sensitive all this time. 
Like Reva, think- Reva basically says to her, the force is strong with you. Now forget I- about it for 10 years. I wonder if they're going to go down like the uh, Donna. Someone said they might go down the Donna Renoble route and he'll use, Ben will use the force to make him forget. I don't think they will. I think when she's like, what does you mean when I'm strong? You just got you're just very persistent or blah, blah, blah. Mm. Um, it's it's solely so people can be like when she says in Return of the Jedi, I guess I've always known it's about many different things. I predict they won't be able to resist one explicit statement of the force to her. I- I, I think it, there'll be an ex- a statement, but it won't be about her because I d- unless Yo- uh, we get a Yoda and Yoda will be like, see, I told you there is another. I don't know. But um, this, ben- this is really weird, though. Can we just this is really yeah. weird because if we go back to a new hope. Sorry, folks. I mean, we're going down a big rabbit hole here and we're she- taking the time that was cut from us. Yeah, true. <laughs> and she goes. And she goes, you know, Master Master Kenobi or whatever it is, you serve with my father in the Clone Wars. It's not, hey, Ben, remember when you rescued me from the Inquisitors? <laughs> Do you remember that? When I almost died, when that woman was about to gut me like a fish and you saved <laughs> me. This is, it wouldn't go to the footnote. It's not, hey, Ben, oh, you served with my father. They, they, they have a very personal bond now. Yeah, there was that one because I watched um, I watch A New Hope like at least once a month because it's my favorite film. And I did notice that as that bit was like Ben Kenobi is here. And she's like, Ben Kenobi. Yeah. So she gets excited. I I guess that's your leverage now of being like, Ben's See, here? there is a connection, I guess. You know, with it, with a but nearly 45 vi- year old video film. message is now unless. Oh, no, because I don't think she's ever planning on it being trapped. No, no, because that's that's the second one. Once once you know they're safe, I had no idea. Yeah, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. But anyway, mo- let's get back to this thing and how it's messing up yeah. the grand timeline. Uh, Tala weaves a story to Reva about how she's found evidence about the past, and Reva starts to question her allegiance. I'll tell you uh, what, this... I mean, hey, you don't have to go that quick. <laughs> Be, like, this fooled me. This got me because I forgot the name of the place is Jabine or whatever it was. Jellybean. Uh, I thought, you know, everything sounds like Mofolo. And I'm just like, all right, cool. You're on Mofolo helping the rebels or undercover. So I, I really bought her, her cover story here. Yeah. And uh, we're about to have another tangent because uh, Obi-Wan turns off the lights and Leia's chamber oh. and we see a blue blade illuminate in the dark and strikes down the two stormtroopers and it looks really cool. Like, I, I, I don't care cool. what Ian's about to say. It does say. look cool. It looks cool. It looks cool. Let's not forget that in Jurassic World, that was the problem. They wanted things to look cool. Um, the problem that I had, and I, I'm, I'm going I'm to try and synthesize this. Let me know if I'm being fair yeah. here is that uh, I was saying that this feels a little bloodthirsty for Obi-Wan Kenobi. She's not in any immediate at that moment danger. There are ways that he could have uh, taken care of us that didn't feel like an unmitigated attack. I felt it was incongruent with the character that I have known over the films. And it really is the films, the 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 episode yeah. films as well. Um, your, your explanation was that you felt it was... Uh, it does line up with a character and the way he's behaved in similar situations over the years. Uh, I questioned whether that was um, in secondary materials besides the main episodic films. You said yes and no. Yeah. And then you, it was at this point, you you told me that the TV shows are now canon. Yeah. The TV shows have been canon. Well, that was the thing. Uh, George, like George Lucas was like, 
Oh, uh, the the movies. So the original, like one to six, at this point, uh, in and the Clone Wars, they're they're all canon, and then anything that Disney did afterwards becomes officially canon. So like Disney Plus, Clone Wars, and uh, the movies are all equally canon. And this is where I respectfully said, uh, I don't yeah. care. <laughs> because for casuals, it's not that. I mean, George yeah. Lucas can make all the things you want. The, the people that matters to, right, is actually you guys. You guys who are more of a diehards going, so what's the official real timeline that we're working off of here? Whereas me, the real timeline starts with Ben and Luke in episode four, and then we bounce back for a few with the rat tail and the kid who loves pod racing. Um, and that's kind of my, my, my sort of storyline. Now, I'll give you Mando feels like I think I think I'm going to on board going, yo, well, 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 Mando's part of it. Yeah, <laughs> but because that's kind of captured the cultural zeitgeist in a way mm. that uh, I mean, to, to be fair, like like Mando really kind of actually rescues Star Wars in the mainstream. I think we were all getting a little I, I think the casual was getting a little eh, after Rise of Skywalker and then Mando made made Star Wars cool again. And we're like, please don't screw this up. <laughs> so the, the, what we came to them was go, if you're out there. What do you are you with? Does anybody agree with me? And 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 they never do. But does anybody agree with me? And goes, yeah. This didn't feel. This felt a little bit far for the Obi Wan that well that I know and love. Does anybody agree with me on that front? Or do you agree with Ethan? This actually does feel consistent with his character. And I'm just a guy who's out to lunch. I think I, I my my whole piece was I like even if I exclude the the tertiary uh, the secondary stuff and I could focus more on tertiary. Uh, I think this is pretty in line. Tertiary or primary? Primary, even. Because yeah, tertiary is a whole other kind of... <laughs> yeah. Tertiary is like fan fiction. <laughs> Great. Uh, no, like in, in primary canon, we're just, if you if you include just movies, I, I feel this this makes sense. Even in the prequels, I wouldn't say he's bloodthirsty, but he definitely, like, he has more of a free reign uh, at this point. And also, like, we've, in A New Hope, he slices a guy's arm off and... That's it. Like just because he sort of bumbles Luke in a bar, when he could he could just be like, you you don't need to do this. And uh, at this point, like Ben's lost everything. Like, and if he loses Leia, I think this is his sort of, I I can't afford to have this happen. And all like all or nothing. You're John Wick kind of. You killed my dog type stuff. And I'm fine with that because where his character needs to be at this point, he's he is at his lowest and he'll do whatever. And I'm. I think it makes sense. And two stormtroopers that he like cuts up because they're guarding Leia. Yeah, that's fine. Cool. At least for me. Uh, but he frees Leia and Leia's happy to see Ben and's like, oh, I didn't tell them anything. And Reva then questions uh, Tala how Ben and Leia got away on her watch. And she's like, well, I'm a spy who was undercover for the Imperials uh, for two years and I was finding out about the past. And uh, Ian goes, what? what? Oh, shit. Maybe this is true. And I go, yep. oh, shit. Maybe this is true. And then she's like, they're on floor. And we go, oh, maybe this isn't true. Well, I'm like, um, oh, man, she's totally selling them out. Yeah, uh, Ben and Leia then get spotted by another probe droid, and they start to run away. Uh, and that alerts Reva, who says to take Tala to interrogation while she finds Kenobi. So Tala makes quick work of some stormtroopers and like butts their heads and disorientates them, so she can disorients them even, so she can like shoot them in the chest and get away. And uh, Ben uses his lightsaber to deflect blaster bolts, and he's in two with the force again. And he gets cornered on a bridge underwater where he deflects a blaster bolt, and it hits the the window and causes a crack to spread. And uh, he used the force to stop it from drowning him, and us and uh, gets Tala and Leia to safety. 
and a door of uh, stormtroopers starts to open behind uh, behind him. And Ben used the force to divert the the flooding water to hit them, and he runs to safety and shuts the door and uh, floods the room. And I, I in the first one, I went, hey, this is really similar to the last couple moments in Jedi Fallen Order, where Cal Kestis, the main character, goes to Fortress Inquisitorius and gets cornered by Vader in this exact tunnel. And uh, he used the Force to smash the window open to get to freedom while uh, Vader uses the Force in the water to stop it drowning him. And I went, ah, crumbs. See, this felt much more like the Obi-Wan I'm expecting. Yeah. Uh, this felt like the Obi-Wan was hanging out with Kygon and is like, I'm going to deflect these sort of f- fire shots back at you because you're shooting at me. And then if you're going to die, it, you know, the, we've already established that the, the the glass is cracking. If you're coming in, you're coming into your own death, but I'm going to hold off as long as I can. And then I'm going to release it, sort of direct it your way. And because it's more of a defensive thing. That's, that's kind of where I was with that. Um, oh, I even missed my whole Kaigon and, and, and Obi-Wan was like a mix of the two because, you know, he's bringing balance to the force. God bless him. Um, yeah, so he goes and he hangs out with, I mean, he tells them to run and they took that as mean, just, just, get, just get behind that door, would you? I'll, I'll, I'll be, uh, take eight steps. That's all I want you to do. So uh, I also call BS that uh, the water would have not made it. Any of it wouldn't have made it to the other side of that door because water is patient, as we it's have found. Special sift, it's special sift doors, so they're mm. airtight. Uh, but yeah, the, the room floods and just drowns the troopers and we see the lifeless bodies floating. If I may, if I'm designing yeah. an underwater tunnel for a place that includes stormtroopers who I know you're not supposed to shoot at the windows, but they're notoriously inaccurate shooters. I think maybe I make it so it can stand up to a little blaster fire. Eh, I can't wait yeah, till Rogue. I, mean, I can't wait till Rogue Two, where they explain how they've done this on purpose. There's like there is the line that um, I nearly called him uh, Thorin. That's the guy from uh, The Hobbit. What was his name? Roken. That Roken gives where he's like, well, there's no defenses because they don't, because it's the Vader system and no one ever goes here because it's blocked off. Uh, Off a lot of of stormtroopers. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's one of those we just need to do it. Like even in... uh, In... Was it last uh, last year? um, Fallen Order. I think it was Vader's saber or someone's saber that causes it. It's different to a blast. But again... You know, it's a cool looking set piece. It's fine. Yeah. And uh, Ben Tala and Leia, who's hiding under Ben's coat to give him like a massive side hip and uh, an extra two legs. Oh, I would have loved it. I would have loved it if somehow Leia's like carrying him on his shoulders or if she's the top (laughs) half with like a little mustache going, hello, I have I have military clearance. Ooh, (laughs) I would like to see the movie. I'm old enough. I am old enough. Has that bit where like the bottom half can't hold it. So it's like staggering (laughs) all over. (laughs) They're like, all right you can go through <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, do you remember was it muppet men in the uh 2011 the jason seagal muppet yes, movie, yes, yes. Yeah. Muppet, yes muppet man yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and then all of a sudden you hear like 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 the kneecap sneeze yeah and you're like wait wait a moment did that like, knee just did that, yeah, did that knee just sneeze <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I fell for Muppet Man. <laughs> and uh, Reva catches them and screams traitor. And she's like, a child and an old man. Is it really worth it? You betrayed everything you are. And uh, she's like, well, no, uh, uh, Tyler's like, well, this is never who I really was. And Reva tells that she'll die for nothing. So the troops aim at the three of them, like surrounding 
like a proper death kill and uh, you get a... setting that up <laughs> yeah uh there's a snow speed ex machina to arrive and it blasts uh, at the, all the perfect away. most convenient moment and they can oh, tell yeah. from behind that it's hey you know what that looks like what look like obi-wan in disguise wearing like imperial guard officer like costuming all right let's not shoot him but shoot all the other ones who are dressed exactly the same you got it boss i said what because there is a, like a decent amount of space between no, them and everyone's they're around clearly them. been circled i will give you that yeah yeah um and the speeder duo uh there are two speeders they get the all three of them on board one of them and uh, one of the pilots is like hey be careful be careful and then reva throws a box of explosives at the one that isn't careful and blows him up and the other pilot's like wait yeah, but she was, had, the, it was she, the name of the pilot was wait she had to be like reminded all of a sudden like the other guys like oh he's who is he again he's han from fast and the furious uh yeah han han solo from fast and the furious yeah the third Hilarious. brother or whatever he is says destroy yeah. it and she's like oh yeah right and she like the thought had never entered her mind oh this is and, uh, yeah and I, I i didn't even remember who these characters were so I, i'm like oh it's a ship that's lagged behind and crashed like uh, uh like i thought it probably would cool mm. and then uh the sixth brother gets pissed at reaver about it about letting them go and then vader's pissed and that you said the camera shakes as well yeah we got we got shaky yeah. cam it was it was like the, i think to my knowledge is like everything else felt like it was pretty fluid Everything else felt like it was a steady cam or it was a crane or a tripod shot. This yeah. is clearly a handheld shaky cam and was the right time for it. It's so good here. Yeah. And he's uh, choking Reaver. I've been like, I will not tolerate uh, your weakness. No, I will tolerate your weakness no longer. And she's like, well, you can let me go because, you know, I placed a tracker on their ship and uh, I'll get the network in Kenobi and it will all be ours. And oh. Vader's, so, so I'll give you one last chance. Vader, and, Vader is so trusting. She says, I put yeah. a tracker on. He goes, really? She goes, yeah. He's like, cool. Don't okay. show me. Don't prove it. We're all just going to go away and assume she's telling the truth. It's just what. Now, of course, does she? Of course, she does. But it just seemed like it was a little convenient. If I'm if I'm, if I'm choking her to death, it's like, you know, I probably have to assume the person doesn't want to die and will say yeah. anything to survive. So we need something. Now it's 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 so we can have the reveal when they want us to have the reveal. But still, I thought it felt a little. I'm going to use the word incongruent for the third time in this pod. Incongruent of Vader's character to just be so trusting. Because remember, it's other people's lack of faith in him he finds disturbing. Not the other way around. I think this could have been remedied if she just was like, see? And she just shows like a blip on a map showing that it's yep. going. That's enough. Um, but yeah, uh, Sixth Floor is like, well, well, why are you doing it? She nearly caught all of this destroyed. And Reva's like, well, no, Kenobi is the only thing that matters. And Vader's like, she makes a good point. He's like, she I mean, gets me. Yeah, she un <laughs> she understands. We're both equally as dramatic about this one old man. Like, like, and, like any of these other people matter whatsoever. Yeah. And uh, the surviving snowspeeder gets on board the other ship. As Roken's like, hey guys, where's uh, where's Wade? And everyone's just really silent and quiet. It's like, who who died? <laughs> And uh, they might not be, uh, Tyler's like, well, you might not be soldiers, but you aren't, you might not have been soldiers before, but you know, you are now. And Wade's, I I, I think I would came out with the concept must be Widow uh, sits on one yeah. side of the ship and Ben and Leia on the other side. And there's all that negative space to show, you know, everything's really bad again. And uh, Tyler helps Wade's widow grieve for a bit while Ben and make sure that Leia is okay by holding her hand. 
And then we pan down to her bag and we see Lola light up and the track is online because she's got a red eye now. Yep. Dun, 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 dun. Oh. And that's the episode. And we got it. We got it to the end. And none of this matters because, oh, none of it matters. None of it has the beat it should have because I didn't, I don't remember the person who died. Um, we really haven't seen Leia play with Lola or have enough of a relationship with Lola enough because your prediction was, do you want to say it now? Because it was yours. I want to make sure you get it. Oh, uh, why would, oh yeah. I think Leia's going to, ha- they're going to have to kill Lola. It's, and that'll be that big thing of, oh, we've got to grow up, Leia, put your dog down type thing. Uh, Maybe I yeah. think Obi-Wan has to do it and she he has to do it and see her cry. Maybe that's what breaks the relationship. Possibly. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, it'd be all right. Um, it's that shoe, get on out of here kind of thing. He's like, you know, he's like, you know, it's like shooting old yeller, isn't it? Yeah. Um, this so, is, it's a cute piece. Of, you know, it's a cute piece of merchandise. If we mer- see mer- it, merchandise die. is the right word. I, I've already, I'm, I've already got one that I'm gonna when it when it oh, comes on, I'm pre-ordering. Wow, I'm, I'm a sucker to the consumerism for Star Wars. I, I want, I want a Leia doll and a Reva doll that you can like slice her hands off. <laughs> oh no! I put them back on. I put them back on. <laughs> um. Because, you know, they're going to have one of those tanks you can put her in and everything yeah. like, heals up. <laughs> um, I'll say something that feels weird is that it does feel like the technology is really good now in the Star Wars the world. Factor. Yeah, they got the tanks and they got all these sorts of, yeah, I'm just like, ah. um, yeah, so that's, that's our, uh, that's our episode. And you, I mean, they didn't. We haven't seen Leia and Lola engage in, I don't think, enough. That little bit in episode one, not enough for me. Not enough for me at all. Mm. Uh, Because if that's going to be the thing that's going to have this big emotional pull, then I need to actually see the emotional pull taking play. I need to be invested in their relationship. And especially when one of them is not a talking thing, you better give me some time. Like every every time she's off in the distance doing anything, if if Obi-Wan's talking to anybody else, she should be playing with that Lola unit. Yeah, always in the background, just little bits and laughter, lots of laughter. She's so that, always holding it, but it's just never on. Yeah, so that when we have to remove it, like that, that, that we go, oh, she loves that thing. All yeah. I'm being done is being told she loves this thing. I want to see that she loves this thing. Mm. Um, and as for the rest, yeah, who cares? Now I know O'Shea Jackson Jr. is apparently signed up for multiple episodes. Yeah, I think he's like he's because this is your halfway point. He'll be in like the final, the final half. He's Lando. <laughs> he's Lando in this thing. He's the guy. Uh, who, he's the guy who comes in halfway through the trilogy, and sticks around for the second half. Huh. I see. I think I don't know who. He's your new interesting character who you have to put in when you think you got used to everybody. Here's here's your last big one. Yeah, because he he is sort of in that sense. He has the. He's the, I'm not really, um, I'm not accepting this, but I'll allow it kind of thing. Yeah, he's, like, he's not like Lando in personality type, but he's Lando yeah. in function. We've got our yeah. group of characters. We need one more to just go, oh, you think everything's settled? We got one more bit we're going to add to the dynamic, and then we'll see where that fits. Yeah. yeah I, I, and I, I want to see where they go with this, because if they do do a series two, a season two or whatever, may, maybe they can, because the, the Rebel Alliance hasn't actually happened yet. Like the Rebel Alliance gets formed like four, like in four years in yeah. universe. So this is like remnants of everything. Um, can I just say that like Rogue One and um, Obi Wan Kenobi Vader is so much more vicious. I don't mean in his fighting style. I just mean he's a more vicious man than like a New Hope Empire Vader. Yeah, 
Like he's mellowed with age. Like the guy's like, oh, the emperor will not share your 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 pessimism or whatever. Like he's, he's very like diplomatic. He's like, yeah, come come come, tell me your thought. No, don't tell him to the emperor, but you can tell me. I'm I'm, I'm I'm your buddy Vader. Just don't make fun of my religion to my face. And we also have to consider, you know, they say your long dead religion. I'm supposed to believe it. In nine years from now, no one's going to remember any of this. I think that's that thing that is just trying to say it's like a legend. I don't know. Again, it's a film from the thing is it's a film from 1977. Like, There's only so much we can we can take like, anymore. Like like when Vader force chokes that guy in A New Hope, everyone on the table looks around like, oh my god, magic is real. Where it's like, there's no one who's like, yeah, Vader can like lift people. Yeah, that's nothing. I saw him pick a girl up and choke her with his mind and break someone's neck as he walked by. Heck, a decade ago, this other girl had a lightsaber too. What's going on there? I don't know. There's, the the counter is, so, is very flimsy at points. And you, it's sort of that thing of you just need to, you need to open your mind because... It's, it's like with Doctor Who. It's such a the canon is so old at this point. You, you're gonna have to have leeway at points. But again, now speaking of leeway, though, you said that you did not. This felt, I guess, I think underwhelming for you is kind of where you were going with it. Yeah, I think it's because it was just it's a very short episode. When you remove the credits and you remove the recap and all that, it's about thirty one minutes, thirty two. It's a pretty short. It's a thirty eight minute episode, and like removing those two parts, it it's very short. And the 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 rescue is feels very a lot of this episode feels rushed. And when you have a a pretty big reveal of we got a graveyard of Jedi that are just here and you know all of that. And this isn't the first time there's been a graveyard of Jedi on the Fortress Inquisitorius. They do this as well in Rebels as a way to uh, get Jedi to show up so they can kill them. Um, but I think for this for Kenobi, this is a very big thing. And they kind of gloss over it, unless they do cover it in the next episode. This is just a very short episode for what I think could be longer for some character moments. Because you said last episode, this is very, uh, it's very Reva heavy. It's very Tyler heavy. And I like both of those characters. And also it's, it is very important for Ben getting in tune with the force again, but it's so quick compared to the last couple, which is like 45 to 50. It's so, so quick. Yep. Yeah, it is. You're not wrong there. Um, uh, just, I was gonna take a look and go, it doesn't seem to feel like you're in the minority here. I mean, I was looking at the, just before it died, I say knocking on yeah. all the wood I've got. Um, part one was rated by the users of IMDb at 7.6, part two at 7.6, part three at 7.9, part four at 6.7. Um, which suggests people are re I mean, that's, that's a drastic drop when you've kind of got an established sort of um, feel for something anyway. Yeah, um, even on my Twitter, which my Twitter feed is always full of pretty positive people. It, they were going, it's a fun episode, but it's just, it's not long enough for what I need. No, but especially with this, you've had your big things. You had your reveal of Vader and two, you had your, I mean, I think that was supposed to be an emotional punch when you had the death of, but would an extra 10 minutes have helped? I don't, I don't know. Not without giving me like two extra scenes with these people. Yeah. At which point that ruins the pacing. Cause what do I want? I want, I don't want that. I want Ben to go, to go rescue. Yeah. Now, it would have got rid of some of the laughable things where, you know, O'Shea Jackson, uh, uh, don't call him Rogan, call him Rogan, said, you know, 
I'm not going with you. We've lost too much already. And, and Obi-Wan goes, oh, you have no idea what the Empire is capable of. Actually, I do. I'm in. It was just <laughs> such an about face. It was so sudden. That really, it would have been better if he was just like from the start. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. What are we doing? Yeah, I'm, I'm, let's go. Yeah, I've lost too much for this. Yeah, let me tell yeah. you what I've lost. I can't save my wife. We can save your friend. Like, oh, it, it would have felt less tropey, less like I'm the guy who's who's been burned. Oh wait, you're gonna call back to my to my to my to my dead wife. Who I'm gonna introduce and say we're gonna you know avenge this in her memory in the span of twenty five seconds. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I think you need to expand that scene because obviously Obi Wan's on a mission. And you can just have Tala say, you're not the only one here who has something to lose. And it's like introducing. And this way you can also kind of get introduced to your Snowspeeder crew as well being like, this is Wade. His brother was a was a Jedi and he exploded. This is Rokin. His wife got stolen. This is uh, Wade's wife. He's She's Wade's wife. Yeah. And if he dies, it's 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 because that's just a couple extra minutes. And I think it's needed, especially because this is Jabin. This, this, is, this is where the path like converges this is where all the jedi go and we just see the back the tank and then roken go like you're a dickhead never mind i'm with you yep and i unless i'm assuming because now we're going back we'll get to see jabin in in full and if that happens then yeah that's fine again i'll wait till the end of the series for (sighs) every single critique i I have but still it's really really short for what this episode needs i i think it's a I mean, it makes the whole kidnapping of Leia feel like it. It feels like a sudden thing so we can get for Inquisitorious. Yeah, two episode things so we can get there so we can relive the video games so we can yada, yada, yada. But really, the grand scheme of things, we're back to where we started, only they're being followed by the Empire. Um, yeah. We get to go to Jabin now and we get like. Set, and set up for the this finale. Isn't filler. This isn't filler. This is just. This is extended. This is extended, like character growth, and it's the path. The path is the big thing. Protect the path. Yeah, yeah. All right. So the path will be. I mean, surely this has to end with the path being broken, doesn't it? I'd assume. Well, if 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 uh, if Reva knows where it's going to the path, and Vader knows essentially where it is, just also to get where we are for for um, a new hope. Yeah. I think well, the, the thing is, there were there were Jedi around anyway before that. Like Rebels is about two Jedi. Uh, you got Freddie Prince Jr., who's like a Jedi teaching another young Jedi, and there's all that. And granted, they both Freddie Prince Jr. dies. Uh, spoilers for a show that you're not going to watch. Um, he dies, and then the other one just disappears to show up in a sequel show, uh, like in Ahsoka, and like that's set like four or five years after uh, A New Hope. So you're all fine there. But there is sort of just that Wait, thing. Seriously? Of- yeah. So what's this all like? That boy was our last chance. No, there's another. I, I'm, I'm under the assumption these are the last two Jedi on Earth. I'm not on Earth. In the universe. I think it was that thing of a week. Again, again, you need to take it with a pinch of salt. Because even even in old canon, this was a thing that there were just going to be other Jedi just vibing around. But it's that thing of uh, in the prequels, by the time that there's the purge, uh, the Jedi purge, there are about 10,000 Jedis. And out of those, only about 30 survive. Mm-hmm. And then they just slowly get picked off between um, re- like Revenge of the Sith and now. So at this point, the only canon Jedi's you really have around is Obi-Wan, Yoda, um, who's just hiding in a swamp somewhere. In Dagobah. Uh, yeah, you got uh, Ahsoka. You have 
Uh, Quinlan Voss now, I guess, has been confirmed from last episode. I mean, you, you got yeah. Ezra and Kanan. You had Jimmy. Uh, you get Jim. Well, Jimmy's dead now. He's dead now. Um, I think. I think that. I think that's all of them. If uh, you like, so it's not that. It's not really that many. Uh, there's probably another one I'm forgetting. But no, that's your that's your range of Jedi, and I, I'm kind of okay with that because you just get a couple of stragglers. Yeah. Um, and like, yeah, that's fine. They're in hiding, and one of them. By by the time a new hope happens, uh, Kanan's dead. Ezra is missing in action to show up for the Ahsoka TV show. Ahsoka is uh, in a different universe uh, and returns later on. Um, Obi Wan is dead. Yoda's about to die. You just got Luke and Leia. Yeah, that that's fine. That's yeah. fine. I guess that is that. You know, you've seen how many people lose. But no, I think we'll see. A, we'll see, probably see another purge, or we'll see like some kind. The path gets destroyed. Oh yeah, Cal Cal Kestis is around. Uh, but you know, he he might die. Yeah, he might die yeah, at yeah. some point. The new video game is set like just before uh, the Kenobi show, and the Grand Inquisitor's in there. So Cal could just get killed by the Grand Inquisitor. Who knows? Anyway. Yeah, I think that will that we're leading to the paths being destroyed, or something that will lead into like a cliffhanger, or to be resolved in a season two if that does happen. So that just leaves to our two little things of favorite moment and or element. Hmm, it's hard in this one. Um, honorable mention to the opening shot of the two tanks. That was just yeah. that, that. That was that was good. I guess I'm going to go with. See, I really don't want to be the guy who does, keeps doing this, but yeah, it's going to go to Vader, isn't it? Vader's come back in the shaky cam and he's just daddy's home and he ain't happy. Um, it really, sh- he's a fool. He's terrifying in this. Yeah. So um, I'm going to go with, with that. Um, and it was just nice to see how Shay Jackson and junior on my screen. Uh, I think he's mm. great. Uh, Den of Thieves was the movie that he was in. I think I should remember in the first recording. <laughs> um, and he's just great. And I, I, I hope there's opportunities for proper character development rather than just telling me stuff. So yeah. that's where I so No real clear highlights, but sometimes you need a palate cleanse. And maybe that's what yeah. this one was. This is, this is sort of like your, your breather for... I'm assuming the final two episodes are going to be an absolute like kick in the balls for like gut and like emotional response and intensity. And if that... If, <laughs> Wait, did you say kick in the balls for the gut? Yeah, it's I was going to say mixed, kick in the gut. Bit of a mixed gut. metaphor there. Yeah, I think it's, it's going to be... Whatever happens the last two, it's going to be pretty explosive because obviously we're going to have the um, we're going to have the rematch, and so we can be like, like "Where have it felt this since the last time?" and blah blah blah, and everyone yeah. can be like, "I really am the Jedi I was," and we we'll get we'll probably get Qui Gon. Um, I, I I know you didn't like it, but I really liked that that really cool scene with with the lightsaber in the dark. But um, seeing Obi Wan get finally get in tune with the Force again and properly be a Jedi, there are some great action shots in this where he's just like is holding the saber and he's moving it around, and it just reminds me of how he did it in the prequels. And it was, it was cool. It was nice. And also, this is gonna sound really messed up. Little Leia screaming. That was phenomenal. Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was You're phenomenal. Not wrong. You're not wrong. Uh, but we just got the the grumbles. 
Uh, um, I mean, that's I mean, the bit with Obi Wan. It's not deal breaking for me. So, uh, I guess my grumble is obviously the death of random pilot B was supposed to yeah. be a big emotional moment, and it told it tried to tell me after the fact it was important. And you got to tell me, you got to set me up before so that I know yeah. it's important when it happens. Don't tell me afterwards this was a big deal. Let me feel it's a big deal in the moment. So that's me. Yeah. Um, I, I've I've kept saying it. It's it's the it's the runtime. This is there's so much you've got, and it's done so quickly. And you could easily you could easily have a couple scenes just to pad out and actually give us some more context for those for our new characters that we're introduced to. Because we 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 know we know Leia, we know Reva, we know Tala. I don't know Broken that well. I don't know Ray, mm. Wade who blew up, and I need I need a little bit more to feel like you know that I that I can. I can deservedly be sad about Wade exploding. Who wins this episode? Is this, is this, a, this, a, this a Tala episode? I think I think it's a Tala episode. Like, like, there are more moments where I get worried. I've been worried about Tala this episode. It's it's a return to form for Reva, but yeah, it's, it's a it's a this is this is Tala's episode for sure. And I like Tala. I yeah. think Tala's great. I, wanna, I, I, I wanna, she's I think she's fantastic. Yeah, I kind of hope she survives because I'd be okay seeing her be like a. a a right hand man or something to, to Ben as he like tries to do some or even to bail if they start making the 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 rebels I'd be okay her being like a, a proto Mon Mothma you can Mon Mothma. you can put everybody you want to onto yeah. um Alderaan because Alderaan's gonna be gone in the first five seconds so you yeah. can you can set everything up in Alderaan and then it still holds true. So as long as yeah. just don't don't leave me with big insulting. Pol- they gotta fix a couple of these things in in, in 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 the in the in the right. I don't know how you're gonna do it, but you mm. gotta figure some, somehow. Leia's gonna have to forget some stuff. Uh, yeah. So I guess that just leaves our, our ratings. Uh, as an episode, I'm higher than most people on it. I'm gonna go. Yeah. It, oh, it's also got that great like I love empire architecture as weird as that sounds like the set design oh, yeah. of an empire base they're so they're so streamlined it's like, it's sleek like, it's, it's, it's usually triangular and it's black yeah. with like little white sort of um like fluorescent like i don't know breaks in the wall every every few oh yeah. it looks really nice and we even had one of those little weird droid roller skate things that pop around oh, yeah the mouse droids They're yeah great. like, I, like I, 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 had, I was like oh in a world we have these flying droids you're trying to convince me these things still matter that's cute um so uh, i'm gonna go that's my seven and a half seven and a half and where am i at for the uh, seven and a half um um but I don't think this episode was about me getting up. If anything, this, this episode's supposed to leave me down with not much, mm. and, and the fear is they're coming. So that sense of like foreboding—that's my seven and a half. Yeah, uh, I'm a bit lower than you. I'm I'm going seven just because. Yeah, you, you you give it you give me a lot this episode with the knowledge of hey look here's Terra Sanube and here's the fact that there are you know there are Jedi encased in amber they're getting Jurassic parked and Ben sort of just goes oh, okay here's Leia, oh, okay here's O'Shea Jackson Jr. Okay, here's uh, Wade. Oh no, he's gone. Um, and and I think that's I, I I want more time. And the reveal of Jabin. Granted, we don't get the the reveal of Jabin. We just get him in a tank. I want. I I don't know. I think the fact that they keep they've been hyping up Jabin for a bit and being like, this is where the Jedi will converge, and this is where Quinlan Voss is, and this is where all these. Are. It felt a bit lackluster. And maybe maybe on reflection, when we finish the series, I might change that and go, okay, I was wrong. I was just really impatient. But right now I'm a seven. My my excitement is still an eight and a half because 
everything is going all the pieces going into motion now we've got reva going to show up to the path we've got vader probably going to show up we have the the promise of a of a round two uh and we still don't know the proper condition of the grand inquisitor and i like that i want to see where all these things go so yeah eight and a half excitement uh but that that that's it this episode yeah yeah we got there twice (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah uh, an, an episode so nice we did it twice yeah and uh, so thank you so much for listening to this episode i don't know when this will i'm assuming this will probably come out like friday or saturday sure. so uh this week we obviously we said we had our episode of uh best one ever on jurassic world with a uh, great friend of the podcast the director of northwood pie the fantastic jay salahi who also was able to give us some uh insight into the filmmaking process as well and i it it, it's very humbling. Okay. Uh, we also had our episode of uh, ooh, See It or Skip It on Kids in the Hall and Top Gun Maverick. Yep. Uh, I don't know when we'll be recording, but at some point soon we'll be recording our episode of our Real Roundtable on Bruce Willis movies. Give us uh, your top five Bruce Willis movies uh, at, at Best Film Ever Pod with a hashtag BFE top five. Yeah, we're, we're in the home stretch for that. So if you haven't done yeah. that yet, get your picks in because we'll be deciding on a recording date very shortly. Yeah. And uh, if you want to watch us be live and uncensored, we'll have an episode on Thor Ragnarok for our Thor week on. I'm going to ho- pass it over to Ian because I forgot the date. Thor week. I mean, we're going to drop the episode's going to drop on July 5th. But for our Patreon backers, we're actually going to uh, do a live feed of a live stream of that being recorded. Then you'll have a chance to engage with us. Watch it happen. Watch it up in real without any edits, real and in, in, in time and see see us kind of rip on each other. And that's going to be available june we're gonna gonna do that june 19th so we're actually gonna hang on to that for a couple of weeks as part of Mm. our our thor love and thunder maybe thunderstruck is what we'll call it i don't know um but yeah so um you know that's what we're gonna be doing with that and of course this coming tuesday we will do the 40th anniversary of et the extraterrestrial very exciting but for more information on our patreon that's patreon.com slash bfe we kept it simple for you so yeah that has been our episode of show me one kenobi thank you so much for listening to this episode i've been ethan and i've been ian and even though we might just be two guys we're at least two people in one coat just let us in we'll see you next time i told you i had a bad feeling about this (laughs) 